0: You can support our podcast and our organization by visiting our PayPal at paypal.me slash or visiting our company cash app at cash tag to Lynn. Hi, ladies of Lynn. Happy Friday. If this is your first ever listening on the Woman Lynn podcast, my name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Woman of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be bosses, through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives, like community service. We have an international motivational podcast like this one. We do webinars, seminars, workshops. You namely, basically do it, sis. We're noticing to one stop shop for empowerment and you are listening to the Womanland podcast where I sit down with female entrepreneurs or Debbie bosses rather which is what we like to call them and I sit down with them and I talk with them not only about the topic at hand but also their journeys of becoming bosses up until the point that we record this episode with that being said you ladies know we have nothing but the best of the best Debbie bosses with each and every episode and this Debbie boss is an innovative design professional and designer chief executive officer and creative director of Thriller 7 she is a tw- 28-year-old couture pioneer from Southern New Jersey who specializes in creating formal wear and ready-to-wear garments for clients all over the nation. She began her career in 2011, revamped in 2012, and has been learning the ropes along the way ever since while scaling her online retailer and business with sales all over. An active advocate for women's empowerment, she dedicates her day-to-day crafting of one-on-one pieces in constant to embrace individuality, unity, and the pursuit of self-determination, through presence and self-embracement she is a storyteller and entrepreneur through her work and her words she inspires others to embrace their inner confidence find their god-given purpose and to liberate others while celebrating their own unique identity so with that being said ladies please welcome the amazing Miss Sierra J everyone hi Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to have you. So happy to have you. So let's go ahead and hop into it, ladies. This week, you ladies know by, of course, looking at the title, we're talking about bouncing back this week, okay? You ladies know that I'm such a huge advocate on, you know, whenever you take an L or, you know, something happens in business, it's okay. You just have to bounce back from it. And we as bosses, we need to start having more conversations centered around this topic because not a lot of us talk about how to get through our bounce back phases or when we take L how do we bounce back and so many of us face L's and we don't talk about it with our girl boss friends or just our community in general so we're kind of left in the dark when those situations come we're just like oh I kind of have to go through this myself so to speak but you ladies know this podcast is such an open and genuine space and transparent space for all bosses to talk about everything right so this week we are hopping into how to bounce back as an entrepreneur so with that being said before we we hop into the topic this week Sierra give us a little bit more about yourself where are you from tell us all about you before we hop into the topic this week love
1: Awesome, yes. So where am I from? Well, you already stated, my name is Sierra J. Um, I'm the founder and CEO, lead designer, and creative director over at Thriller Seven, and we're based in Southern New Jersey. Um, we're a couture fashion company, but I would, I would call myself a small town girl, two times over, I like to say. Um, I was born in a small city called Mount Holly, New Jersey, and moved down south to another small city in North Carolina as a child, where I was raised by my grandparents. And then I moved back to New Jersey as a middle school student, and I've lived a couple places since then. But I'm equally a New Jersey and North Carolina girl to my core
0: yes love it come on New Jersey come on New Jersey so with that being said Sierra what inspired you to start your very own clothing company that is grown across the United States today because lady she has made some pieces okay so what inspired you to start you know your very own clothing company and what was your almost aha moment that you were like okay I need to start this
1: Yeah. Um, Thank you. Well, my genuine love for clothing started as a young girl. Being around my mother and grandmother faithfully, I saw how clothing was used as a tool for confidence from a very young age, and I loved experiencing the entire process you know I love watching them kind of gather inspiration from what they saw and then forming looks because of it and I love what it did for their confidence and self-identity and I love the energy they seem to exude when they step out into the world and I was always around that and being around it I began to not only absorb it but create a genuine love for it and I fully embraced it myself. You know, I was always the girl who loved colors and textures and silhouettes. And I was always like crafty, always doing something with my hands. So naturally I create. I created things and started to create like small clothing pieces. And I didn't always set my desire in being a designer. I just knew that I'd want a career in fashion, mm-hmm. like a journalist or a buyer. But it wasn't until I revisited my passion for designing and making clothing in college that I decided I wanted to be able to help create and instill that same kind of empowerment and confidence that both my mother and grandmother instilled in me into other women also
0: wow I love that so there's definitely a deep root to what you do I yes. love that ladies we were just talking about that last week on the podcast about how your why is so important and why your foundation is so important because it could take you so much further I think it's very noticeable when bosses start brands that are close to their heart versus you know ones who start business that just you know do it for the money or you know other reasons you can definitely see when people are passionate about what they're doing so I love the fact that you shared that Sierra thank you for sharing that
1: Thank you.
0: So let's go ahead and hop into the topic of this week, which is the bounce back. As I was saying in the beginning of this episode, ladies, it's so important to know how to bounce back as a boss and to not kind of willow and willow in those phases where you know you're you might be facing an L you may be facing a down period in your business and you're just trying to figure out how do I get through this. You ladies know that this is the podcast for you if you're an entrepreneur, whether you're up in sales, whether you're down in sales, there are, there's always some source of empowerment for you, even when times are tough. So I feel like a lot of us as bosses need to talk about how to get through that bounce back phase and the tips that are needed in order to push through that phase as well. So let's go ahead and hop into that this week, Sierra. As so many entrepreneurs are getting back into the groove of things as the world is beginning to open back up, how are you able to bounce back with your list 7? Even if you didn't necessarily take a loss to bounce back from through the pandemic, business wise, just in general, have you ever had anything happen to your brand where you had to bounce back?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, Pivoting, making a pivot was certainly a necessity last year for sure. And it was a little daunting because it was unknown territory. There was a level of uncertainty that could make anyone overthink if they'd allowed themselves to. Um, But the lesson I ultimately learned was that planning ahead is very crucial. You know, it's it's detrimental to be able to have a plan to preserve what you've worked so hard to build. And knowing what to do in crucial moments and having the tenacity, the discernment, and the willpower to be able to bend a little in areas that require a little more effort is also a great skill to possess. Um, Because let's face it, I run a couture made-to-order company, right? And a lot of my clientele for the past few years are mostly formal wear clients, which are brides or prom goers or gowns needed for events. And it wasn't like there weren't any events happening during the pandemic Mm -hmm. so there were no proms or weddings being held during that time last year and clients that were due to come in for fittings or pick up their gowns no longer needed those appointments and balances no longer needed to be paid for garments that weren't needed so it was I was stuck with a couple months where we were in the red But after looking for and taking advantage of different resources that were offered to small businesses and independent companies like my own, I was able to apply what I learned and rely on the strength of Thrillist community um, and word of mouth, rescheduling, et cetera, that got us back going into the right direction.
0: Mm. I heard you talk a little bit about your community and your bouncing back process. How important was your community through that entire process of bouncing back?
1: Yes, definitely, and I think it, it, it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take us back a little bit just to kind of see why community started off as something that was so important to me. And I know you asked me um, <clears throat> what made me genuinely want to start Thrilla um, back when I started it, and I knew I wanted to start Thrilla when I saw the need for daring clothing that met sexy and mid class mm-hmm. and i remember making a dress for myself one day for a homecoming party at my college um because i thought i had nothing cute to wear so i made um a long sleeve mini dress that was half one pattern and half another pattern and i must have made the dress in like maybe like two and a half hours oh wow and i got about 20 women who either complimented it Asked where I got it or requested I make the one after I, t- I told them that I made it myself, right? And it was at that moment that I knew. You know, I started making more things for myself. And when I started seeing how naturally women gravitated to being able to embrace their confidence to do clothes and clothes that were borderline daring and sexy, but still classy, I knew that it was a need that I had the vision and creativity, the creative capacity to fulfill. And that's what naturally built our community right Mm -hmm. um being able to tie a, a genuine community together for um you know that that need for a certain level of embracement is something that i appreciated you know um but yes, our Thriller 7 community continues to surprise me every day. You know, the, the traction of word of mouth and the, the genuine support is literally beyond. And sometimes we receive new sales and new clients, new opportunities and experiences based on the experiences that past customers and clients have received by being Thriller clients and consumers. You know, um, so yeah, community is definitely very important. When you become Um, So in tune with what your your niche is, people automatically, if, if you're not the only, you're one of the only people or brands or companies that people think of when they think of what they need from you.
0: Yes, community is so important, ladies, especially if you're in that process of figuring out how to bounce back. Lean on your community. Like I always tell people, the W Boss community that we have is insane. It's crazy. You ladies have gotten me through the toughest times without you guys even knowing. And if you're a boss listening to this episode, don't underestimate the value of your community as well. So take the time out to build it, as we were saying last week. Take the time out to build it because you never know when you'll need to tap into that community. And your brand is much more powerful when you do have that community behind you as well, right? So thank you for sharing that as well, Sierra. Was it difficult for you to bounce back?
1: Um, The hardest part I say about bouncing back was was the mental part. Mm. Mentally trying to accurately and proactively prepare for something you've never experienced um, and finding innovative ways to adapt. That was probably the hardest, just the mental aspect of it.
0: In getting through that bouncing back phase, how do you think other bosses can do the same right now, just as you've done?
1: My advice to other bosses is to be teachable, right? Make sure to always keep space. You know, and room for fresh ways that can help you adapt in the event something unexpected happens. For instance, a pandemic. You know, um, being being open to putting new systems in play that can still allow your company to flourish while still keeping the integrity of your business intact. That's very important. By communicating with your community and supporters fluidly and updating them, even when you're faced with hard change. All right because to be honest, this happened to us. the back the, the backup in postage, right with USPS during last year's time and other mayor carriers um, set us back big time, you know, it set us back a lot and that had never happened before but now knowing how to navigate how to communicate more efficiently and effectively is a big big tool that will align us with success for the future right and this isn't just for business um, bosses this goes for life like real life personal things too this is something that I've learned and that I'm fully embracing and leading into that embracing fluidity with communication when you learn new information is important It's, it's real even when that information is unknown territory or even a little daunting to you communicate exactly where you're at you know clarity will never lack respect so even if that clarity isn't the best thing someone wants to hear you know keep folks updated keep folks updated on where you're at so yeah that would be my sound advice
0: As a boss, your brand will continue to grow to the point where you have to prepare for bumps in the road before they even get there, before they even develop. How can bosses create a safety net in their business to potentially prevent having to bounce back from losses? For example, physical companies turning virtual, restaurants transitioning to delivery, DoorDash, etc. How can the bosses listening kind of create a safety net for their companies and businesses from here on out?
1: The, the key factors in being able to bounce back in business will always be how easily you're able to adapt, right? Adaptation is literally like the rubric and face value that people create and see when referencing your business and then deciding if they like to do business with you. Um, there isn't a person that I know that doesn't naturally like lean into a brand or a company or community that has been extremely innovative or a trendsetter or enticing by being able to still output product and content and create genuine engagement, right? Even more so during moments of hardship or times others would deem they'd be incapable of doing so, you know, like staying ahead of the curve and being, um, able to adapt having that wow factor having that answer business name never ceases to amaze me right is is always something that you should go for and be proud of and not just for the sake of reaction but for the sake of knowing that that's the genuine service and experience that you would like your business company or service to provide consistently
0: what has been the most challenging thing you faced thus far with thriller seven in the process of bouncing back
1: it would it would definitely have to be um, realizing when it's time to expand, mm. right? Realizing when okay the systems you had in play that worked for you before now have to be altered in order to meet the demand and the growth of your business and company now and in order to put it in a place that it will continue to be fruitful and to be able to continue to provide the things that it needs to provide to your community and to your consumer that they that they need now and it's still reflective of you know your process and your your growth not only within your business but mentally you know um that's been something that's you know kind of when you're setting your own way you know you have to be willing to bend you have to be willing to bend. Um, so that's definitely a, a great thing to learn about bouncing back to move forward, bouncing back to move forward.
0: During you bouncing back, what were the main things that kept you going?
1: Um, the main things that kept me focused were de- was definitely my why, right? Knowing my why is what kept me going on the days that I didn't feel motivated or felt discouraged or felt a lack of discipline creeping in, right? Um, like knowing that this is bigger than me, That people are counting on receiving their one of one gown to wear to something or an event that will be a lifelong memory for them in some cases. You know, that's important. And that's important to me. Knowing that sending this item out and it having the potential to create unshakable confidence for the woman that's going to be wearing it, you know, is what kept me going. And um, (laughs) my my grandmother's prayers are what kept me going. Okay. That's right. Uh, um, But dedicating time to like tend to myself my mental health my self-care making time to be with close friends or family instead of like burning myself out that's what kept me going and that's what also also allowed me to stay fueled, which in turn kept the engine of thriller 7 running
0: What do you think are the main key factors in bouncing back from anything you may face in business? I heard you speak a little bit about, you know, pivoting being a main key factor. What are some of the other key factors that you need in order to pivot um, with anything you may face in business as a boss?
1: Um, Definitely adaptation. Adaptation, I I mentioned that briefly before. Um, That's definitely one of the biggest things, being able to adapt. Um, Being able to lean in fully to the fears of your creativity, right? So being a creative, it takes a certain level of confidence and it can be daunting because a lot of times you're you're, you're met with certain levels of creativity that either hasn't been done before or it hasn't been done in the way that you are able to visually see it, you know, the vision that you have for it. it, it's going to look different and a lot of times we lean further into the fear of creativity before actually doing the thing right mm-hmm. and being able to remove yourself from that fear or to use that fear to really light fire under you to do the thing or or pursue the change within your business or to expand it or, or uh, set it up for success is really definitely a thing that again I'll say is a is something that Prepares you, right? It's a it's something that you have to bounce back from in order to grow. So those things are definitely two main factors that you should be able to fully lean into in order to flourish.
0: I love that. Scare money don't make no money, ladies. Okay. Scare no. money does not make any money. Last <laughs> but not funny. least, love. where are some of the general tips and pointers that you can give to the W bosses listening on ways that they can boss up through their bouncing back process mm-hmm. that they may currently be facing or may face in the future.
1: The most important thing is tend to your personal self, right? Tend to your personal self first and your bouncing back season. And that doesn't mean neglect your business or neglect the priorities that you have within, you know, your your day to day with your company or growing your community, whatever have you. But doing the healing within yourself first will show up through your thing. It will show up through your business. It'll show up through your company and your community. And it'll show up in other relationships as well. Um, It'll show up in how you nurture your business and those relationships. And to me, business is a full circle life lesson, you know? Um, It'll teach you so many things, not only about yourself, but about your perspective on life. And it can happen so, well, it can happen sometimes in such a short period of time, right? Because of the perspective shifting things that can happen so abruptly in business, um, and necessarily, you know? Um, It teaches you how to be more empathetic, and it teaches you how to create systems and beneficial habits and routines. It'll teach you more confidence, and it'll teach you how to negotiate, how not to negotiate, but the beauty in all of that, I feel, is even without having a business or a company, you know, without having those things, all of all of the the self-work, all of those things are still super beneficial in just everyday life, you know? Even during your off season. And by off season, I mean, you know, the season when you're when you are off the radar and doing the work and bouncing back to, as I mentioned before, have a better comeback, right? Um, pray tap into your inner divinity you know speak positively over yourself and about yourself acknowledge the things that you're doing well right um praise yourself about those things and the things you're great at and and um also have enough grace for yourself and others to embrace the things you need to change you know with grace with that as well um Change those things like little by little and watch how different you show up in life, like in a in a good way and check your bad habits, okay? Yes check your bad habits the moment they happen and even if and when they resurface have grace with yourself to correct them and check them in that moment and remind yourself like okay this ain't it make sure that doesn't happen again you know um, reset yourself and readjust yourself and then you, you know you're allowed to do that as often as needed right and in true seamstress and designer fashion i will say that you can alter things as often as you like, and you're allowed to do that as much as you need to. So um, allow yourself to alter your behaviors based on new information and new things you learn, especially about yourself as often as you need to, when your main goal is to be the best version of yourself for yourself and and for others also, okay? Um, listen, only you can tell you that, you that you ain't got this. So keep telling yourself that you've got this. So that would be my sound advice for your bouncing back. Oh, but also, also one more thing. I always love telling people to study, right? If you want it, if you love it, if you're interested in it, study it. That thing, the person, the place, the feeling, the, 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 the ultimate goal you have for yourself, for your business, study it all. Become a sponge for it all and learn it, whatever it is, learn it and study it
0: yes definitely study and only you can tell you that you ain't got this sis i love that <laughs> i love Thank that you. in closing sierra what's next for yourself and your brand and where can our ladies and listening find you as far as your website socials give us everything before you go sis
1: Yes, definitely. Well, right now we're working on more innovation. You know, honing our adaptation skills and rolling out new con- concepts and designs for some new outlets within our current collection categories, ready to wear and couture. Um, I'm excited. I'm very excited for the results that will come from all of the intentional hard work. You know, being done to provide a whole new version of Thriller Seven that still gives that same exciting feeling. So that's where we're currently at, um, and that'll be that'll be rolling out rolling out soon. But. on all platforms, Instagram and Twitter, and I'm kind of tipping my toes in TikTok. I am (laughs) Miss Drilla. (laughs) Miss Drilla on all platforms, and that's M-I-S-S-T-H-R-I-L-L-A.
0: Yes, thank you so much for joining us this week, Sierra. <laughs> thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yes, and thank you, ladies, so much for tuning in to yet another episode on the Woman Podcast. You ladies can listen in on this episode on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, any podcast and platform there is. We are basically on, sis. Thank you, ladies, once again for tuning in, and you ladies will hear me next week with a special guest to close out our last special guest segment, part of our season finale. With our season finale coming up after next week's episode it will be a solo i know you ladies have been begging me for another solo you ladies know with every season i have to go out with a bang so stay tuned for next week sis at 12 eastern standard time sharp next friday and you ladies will hear me again soon peace ladies have a safe weekend